0: Hello, it's me, Ben Pavlo, host of the Raising Yourself Up podcast, and I wanted to take a minute to let you know that I have a new book that was just released. It's called The Young Adult Starter Kit, 12 Steps to Being a Better Person. It's available now on Amazon, and I also still have my Self-Help for At-Risk Teens book. So go ahead and please check them both out and enjoy the show. Chapter 9, The Price of Trouble If you haven't been in any real trouble yet, try your hardest to keep it that way. Trouble comes in many forms. There is minor trouble, like not cleaning your room or doing your homework. These forms of trouble are typical for teens and are not the main focus of this chapter. I'll be talking about serious trouble caused by bad behavior and breaking the law. Behavioral Problems Bad behavior in school is something you can control. If you have already been in trouble at school or have been suspended at least once in your life, take it as a warning sign of more trouble ahead. In this chapter, I hope to help you identify actual behavior problems. Things that start with fighting, stealing, or skipping class, which can develop into trouble outside of school and eventually lead to you getting arrested. I mentioned to you briefly early in this book about my experience with getting in trouble in school. My issues started showing up around the 5th grade. And because I ignored the warning signs, I went on to have bigger problems. It doesn't matter when these issues start. It's paying attention to them once they do that's most important. You'll be on a path to more trouble if you don't address these issues right away. If you're the one causing trouble, you can stop this behavior. If others are negatively influencing you, stop spending time with them. Once you determine what's causing you to misbehave, it'll be easier to avoid the situations that cause it. By developing respect for your teachers, adults, and the authority figures in your life, it will make it easier for you to treat them better. Being disrespectful is a behavior issue and can create many unnecessary problems in your life. One of the biggest reasons I've seen people act disrespectfully towards others is because they're showing off for their friends. If this is the case for you, stop worrying about what other people think of you and focus on becoming a more respectful person. You'll get more attention and for the right reasons. Knowing the difference between right and wrong. Because someone doesn't see you doing something wrong, it doesn't make it okay. Knowing right from wrong can be one of your best qualities. Doing what is right or wrong shouldn't depend on who is around you. Make it a habit to always do the right thing. If you pay attention, the feeling you get when you're doing something right will become familiar to you. In contrast, you might notice a different feeling when doing something wrong. I'm sure you've heard someone say that he felt bad when he did something that he knew wasn't right. This feeling is what I'm referring to. If you're getting ready to take something that doesn't belong to you, this may cause a negative feeling, indicating you're not doing the right thing. If this happens, you can stop right where you are, put the item back, and walk away feeling good about yourself. If you take something and get caught, own up to it and apologize. Lying to someone's face is disrespectful. It is also insulting their intelligence and a sure way to lose someone's respect and any mercy they might be willing to show you. Taking things that don't belong to you can lead to a life of crime. If this behavior has tempted you in the past, you know it's wrong and it's a habit you can break. I mention trouble throughout this book because it has been the one consistent factor associated with all the setbacks in my life. There are some things in life you can't control. Getting yourself in trouble isn't one of them. The Costs Associated with Trouble Getting in trouble can be very expensive. It can lead to hiring lawyers, paying for bail money, and paying fines. Taking time off work and losing money to go to court is also an added expense. It will be especially challenging and inconvenient for your parent or guardian who will take time off work to bail you out or go to court with you. The adult in your life is the one who carries the burden and the expense associated with your troubled behavior. Your irresponsible actions can also create fiction with your parent and can damage your relationship with him or her. You may also find yourself in a situation where the adult in your life doesn't have the money to bail you out of jail, which means you'll be forced to stay there until someone comes up with the money to get you out. Being in a juvenile detention facility is no fun, even if it's only for a couple of days. If your bail is less than $1,000 and your parents can't afford to pay it, you'll be stuck there longer. There is nothing worse than the feeling of knowing your freedom only costs a few hundred dollars and you can't afford it. This could put your parent into a situation where he or she has to choose between paying rent on your house or getting you out of trouble. It places your parent in a very difficult position, and each time something like this happens, it could destroy another piece of your relationship with that parent. You may also have the added expense of hiring a lawyer. The average criminal defense attorney charges hundreds of dollars per hour. When you're in a low income situation and not able to hire a lawyer, you could be assigned a public defender. Depending on your charges, without a good lawyer, you can get a much stiffer sentence from a judge. This is one of the main reasons the prison system is overflowing with people charged with petty crimes. Have you ever noticed the rich people with serious criminal charges who walk away with little to no consequences? It's because they can afford an excellent lawyer. Even if you have money, it doesn't automatically get you out of trouble. Sometimes a judge will wanna make an example out of you. Keep in mind that every time you stand in front of a judge, it's like rolling dice you never really know what will happen until the gavel drops. Being forced to go to school In traditional high school, after skipping too many classes and being arrested a few times, a judge sentenced me to a court-appointed high school, which was an all-boys school full of convicted criminals. Because it was court-ordered, had I not gone, I would have been sent directly into a juvenile placement program. The silver lining for me was that school became the only way for me to get out of my house. Besides being sentenced to the court-appointed school, I was also sentenced to house arrest with an electronic monitor on my leg. The only time I was allowed to leave my house was to go to school, and for the next 11 months, I showed up every day. Because of attending this court-appointed school every day, I graduated with a high school diploma and a certificate in building maintenance at the age of 17. It was a vocational school which taught me carpentry skills I have used throughout my life to earn a living. Unfortunately for me, I didn't learn the lesson of avoiding the negative people and places in my life. Being surrounded by criminals all day had fueled my bad behavior. I couldn't shake off the street mentality, and within six months of graduating high school, I had accumulated new criminal charges. Doing time. These new charges against me led a judge to sentence me to a juvenile placement program one month before my 18th birthday. The courts wanted to certify me as an adult and put me in an adult prison because I was so close to being 18. However, I was able to keep the case in juvenile court and was sentenced to 12 to 36 months in a juvenile program. Before being placed in a program, I spent several months in a holding facility, the Youth Study Center in Philadelphia, waiting to find out exactly where I would be serving my time. Because of my age and the length of my criminal record, my options were limited. It came down to two possibilities, a maximum security juvenile facility in the suburbs of Philly, or a program called Vision Quest. The people who were locked up in the holding facility with me told horror stories about how bad Vision Quest was and how the staff would assault you if you acted out. They suggested that I should sabotage my interview to avoid going there. Thankfully, I was smart enough not to take their advice. Sometimes you need to decide for yourself, and I would not let a bunch of strangers dictate where I would do my time. After interviewing with Vision Quest, I knew it would be a better option for me. I was accepted into the Vision Quest program. And after being there for a while, I realized good behavior was the only thing that would get me out faster. I had some physical altercations in the beginning, and then the counselors explained to me what I would need to do to get out in the minimum amount of time. Then I was able to focus on avoiding any additional trouble and was released in 12 months. I wish I would have spent my teenage years differently. You can avoid all forms of trouble by becoming the best version of yourself right now. Be a leader, not a follower. By the time you finish this book, you will understand what you need to do to take control of your life. Watch out for those who are looking to drag you down. Guilty by association When you spend time with people who are always getting into trouble, you may become guilty by association. The more time you spend with these types of people, the more likely you will find yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Avoiding these situations is something else you can take personal responsibility for, since you can choose your friends. I have been the victim of guilt by association several times in my life. When you're with the wrong kind of people all the time, you'll be looked at the same way they are. It's a natural assumption. I should have never gone back to the same environment after getting out of Vision Quest. Going back to the same friends and the same neighborhood was the biggest mistake I could have made. This bad decision is the reason I was put in jail for a few weeks after only being home from Vision Quest for one month. My friends got into a fight with guys from another neighborhood. I wasn't even there, but the people who were assaulted assumed I was because they knew we were close friends. As a result, I got two years probation and the people who actually did it got nothing. Be extra careful who you choose to associate yourself with. If you're spending your time with a bunch of troublemakers, it's only a matter of time before you get into trouble too. Enjoy your teenage years, but avoid spending time doing things that will harm your future. Getting out of the system is hard work. Once you get into the criminal justice system, it can be hard to get out. Therefore, it's crucial for you to avoid it at all costs. If you have already been placed into the system, work hard to get out as soon as possible. If you're on probation, follow the rules. Complete the punishment and never look back. It is important to avoid getting into any more trouble that will cause you to get arrested again. If all this sounds foreign to you, that's great. It means you haven't been in any serious trouble yet. Please try your best to keep it that way. Having a criminal record My criminal record has hurt me throughout my life. If I could go back and do it all over, I would change all of it. Unfortunately for me, or anyone, we cannot go back in time and change the reality of what was. The only thing I can do now is try to help you avoid going down the same path. Having a criminal record can affect your life in more ways than you can imagine. Well into the future, when you have changed your life for the better, your criminal history can still hurt you when you are least expecting it. It can cause you to lose job opportunities and hinder you from future successes. Don't let trouble now ruin your future. You can control your behavior, so don't let peer pressure get the best of you. Do what is right for you and your family. Your troubles become the troubles of everyone around you. Don't become a victim and get trapped in the system. Forced Counseling and Treatment The entire time I was in the Vision Quest program, I participated in mandatory drug and alcohol rehabilitation treatment, along with a grief and loss group. These groups helped me in ways I had never experienced before. Until going into this program, I had never gone through any formal counseling for either of these issues. The grief and loss counseling was because the courts knew I had lost both of my parents. This counseling helped me understand more about how to deal with the anger and grief I was experiencing from those losses. Twelve months of consistent counseling gave me an opportunity for healing. The drug and alcohol counseling I received was also helpful. I learned that most of my troubles have resulted from a lack of caring about myself and always being in an altered state of mind. Using drugs and alcohol negatively affected my outlook on life and my daily actions. I had already been at a disadvantage in my early years, and I now realize how I made my situation worse through my own poor choices and decisions. I could have avoided all the trouble I have endured in my life had I known what I am trying to share with you now. Please learn from my mistakes. You deserve better. I hope this book will serve as a guide to a trouble-free life for you.